but we tried it. <laughs> tried it. We tried our damnedest. Welcome to Outlets for Losers, a pop culture and reality TV roundup. I'm Jessica Jardin. And I'm Marcy Jaro. Hello, Jess. How are you? Hi, my friend. I'm good. I'm I'm looking at your face on this little Zoom screen. Little missing Zoom. my pal. Oh, missing my pal. Missing my friend on the East Coast. My jet setting summer continues. I and mean, I'm I hope exhausted. you're I hope you're racking up those points. I might be. I don't remember, but I, I probably am. But yeah, I'm on the East Coast. One last gasp, and then I think I don't go anywhere for a long time, but I'm out here to see my husband's family upstate, and then we did a little quick jaunt through the Hamptons for the 4th of July, which was very fun. Very summer house of you. I know. There was so much more I wanted to do. It It ended up being very quick, but and I had all these like summer house locations that I was like going to go check out, but you know, it just went by too fast. Two days is not enough. It's really not enough, but the Hamptons are, so, that was the first time I stayed in the Hamptons. We stayed in East Hampton, which is lovely. So beautiful. I don't know the difference between the towns, but it was so, it's just so like manicured and green and leafy. And like, it's just, you're like, yeah, I absolutely get why billionaires live here. Like, yeah. it's so, so nice. I was laughing because in the little main town, we like stopped at Starbucks And it's like fancy, fancy stores and you just pull up and they have designated parking spaces, but you don't pay for the parking. And that's what really made me feel crazy. I was like, you don't even pay for the parking. Even in Beverly Hills, you have to pay for street parking. Like you just pull up outside of a fancy store in the Hamptons and walk right in. Nobody's looking for your money. They don't need it. That's so funny. I was like trying to track. I was like, wait, I I couldn't even think about what you meant. Then you meant like there's just streets. You mean streets. there's just streets? You can you just, just pull park up. On the it's, it's like a paint. Imagine like a painted parking spot, like uh-huh. a parallel parking spot, and you get out and, and you're looking free. for where the meter is, and there's no meter and there's no signs. Like you just you park and go shop for more than two hours, as long as you want. As long as you want. Overnight. As long as your money's good. Overnight, yeah, even. Oh my. Well, God. you know, if you're if you're Ramona and you're throwing back as many cocktails at the Palm or whatever, you're definitely <laughs> overnighting it. And you got. And you gotta. It was really fun. And then we did a really funny thing, which was we saw it had been kind of a goof. I went with a couple friends and we had been joking because somebody had found out that the Winklevoss twins of like social network slash Facebook fame, they have a cover band now called Mars Junction. And in all the videos, they are like terrible. Like the, one of Tyler sings and Cameron plays guitar and it had been a joke like oh they have a show fourth of july weekend we're gonna go we're gonna go and i think none of us actually seriously thought we would and then when we got into town we were like so we're going right like we have to go (laughs) like we do have to go have to go (laughs) and it was kind of one of those things that you're doing in the whole time you're like we're not really gonna go though and then lo and behold there we were and they started with a Rage Against the Machine cover. And which it is was hilarious of them. It was so wild. Like one of, but here was the thing. I forgot this from my 20s when you go see something ironically and then suddenly you are genuinely enjoying it. And like, they, look, the lead singer Tyler has the worst voice in the world. <laughs> they both, they <laughs> both have no charisma. But they paid for a good band. And all they did were like 90s 
these covers. Like it was just like high school songs back to back to back to back. They bought two rounds of shots for the crowd because they're rich. (laughs) (laughs) That's just like, basically, they just don't have friends. That's all this was. They had a party, but they do not have friends. A hundred percent. It was so deeply funny, but like genuinely sounded other than the singing voice and charisma. It sounded good because the band was good. And so it was just like a karaoke kind of feeling, you know, like we just sang along and it was and the women. Oh, my God. The crowd was mostly women with like their tatas out, but like models, like beautiful, beautiful because they're like billionaires you yeah. know you just tell like all these women were like i'm catching myself a winkle boss tonight they're like i'm they, getting i'm getting some money out i'm making my yes, money back out of like, this we were like we're out and about they were like front and center shaking it for the winkle bosses who i don't i don't think either one is married and it was one of the most bizarre like fever dream memories of my life to be in the hamptons watching the winkle bosses but it was great. And now I'm upstate and that's New York. That's, that's their live New report. York. And it's New York. Normal, normal New York. The Winkle Bosses. <laughs> the Winkle Bosses. That's the thing How about, about you? New York, anything can happen. It did feel like it was just like to travel and suddenly be like a little jet lagged and what are we doing and meeting up and then just be looking at like, be like four feet away from the Winkle Boss twins who look insane and are like tall, weird, craggy faced giants who look <laughs> You're so... You're roasting these men. They didn't look good, I will say. <laughs> For being so rich, I kind of couldn't get over how busted they looked, if we're being honest. They don't like, they, know. They don't they know. They haven't invested, they have not invested in skincare, which maybe is like a good thing in terms of like where they, you know, they're not vain. But it just didn't. They're not vain. They had a concert no one wanted to be at. Yes, they are vain. (laughs) It just didn't look very fresh faced, is I guess what I'm saying. (laughs) No, they don't have to look good. That's the point. No, I mean, that's the point. But yeah, there was like giant six foot tall models, like like boogieing for them, trying to catch their eye. Yeah. And and that's all that matters. Tale as old as time. Men's currency is currency. Women's is our looks. There you go. It was exactly that. It was it was a bizarre little night, and the Hamptons are great. But how about you? I was learning a lot about you on Instagram, yes, which was very I fun. Did one of those anonymous questions, and it was very fun. Or yes, it was fun. And then I was okay. like, some of these are intrusive. A lot of people wrote very nice stuff, and it was so oh. sweet that they love our podcast and they feel like friends. And I was like, that is very sweet. I didn't repost that stuff because it felt like braggy to me. I, was <laughs> I like, would have liked to see it, but yes, I would have probably done the same. Also, I had quite a bit of engagement, so I was a little surprised oh, at how many. I'm not. I'm uh, not surprised at all. But I should have done it on 4th of July when I was home bored and feeling, I was in the worst mood and feeling lonely. And I was like, is my Wellbutrin not working? What the fuck? But, but I think it's just like, you know, weird oh, times. the weirdest day. The yeah. weirdest day. Like, I felt the same. I felt kind of crazy. But uh, truly, like, being like, I'm fully alone. What's going on in my life? But, so, some of the questions were, I couldn't believe how many people were asking if I would have or would sleep with or had slept with Mike Mitchell of oh, the Doughboys fame. This is this is some real podcast matchmaking as I see it. It's so funny too because I wonder why people 
even put us in the same like I, I like because I mean Mitch and I know each other in real life we were on a team together so and he was in my short film and I feel like the short film made people be like oh god you should date I, that's what I that's what I think it is, is you, guys play, you guys play a couple in it right yeah 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 uh, but but if you haven't seen that then I'm like what is it what is it this I don't get it is it because I've I been mean, on this podcast twice and I've been very mean to him both times I do think it's that I think that like you and that there is like a crossover I think of a bit a slight crossover perhaps of like Doughboys and your universes but at least certainly in terms of like guests and friends and you know but that is a very funny like standing of a couple I mean could you imagine that working out for five minutes truly it's like if you think I'm like anxious or not able to voice what I what's going on I mean like he he he's he crumbles. He crumbles under under me asking him questions, talking to him. I mean, it would oh, yeah. be, it's a very wild pairing to imagine. Oh. Also, he's like a 1950s house, like a, a house dad is what I was going to call him. <laughs> house dad is very funny. He's like, he's like old school. He's like, you know, Irish Catholic Boston boy. So like... He's yeah, but God love him. He's one of my favorite people. But I he's do, a sweetie. I don't see romance in our future, and I have never seen it in our past. But yeah. speaking of me being mean, this is one of the last questions I got, and it must be a listener. Okay. So I'm going straight to you, folks. Someone asked, or they said you are often rude and mean to Jess on the podcast. Do you talk about it offline? And I was like, <gasps> really? Are you serious? Yes. You are we you're often rude and mean to Jess? Yes. Oh, I disagree. I don't think that that's true at also, all. In the very few times that we have had like a tense moment, yeah. We have talked about it. We have talked about it. We absolutely have. I like oh, he, I think that's a misunderstanding our dynamic. Yes. I think that that's uh, I I think that I'm I'm here to say I'm not <laughs> I am not bullied by Marcy. <laughs> I am very I very much feel like I I'm beloved and get to speak my mind and I don't think you're mean to me. So but, I don't worry. Whoever's out there worried about me right now. <laughs> <laughs> it is not the first time that someone is like you are mean and I'm like I know that I pro- I can see how I come off that way, but my the, to that I say mind your fucking business if someone didn't like me they wouldn't be in my life like you know what i mean like if you because and i have no idea because it's anonymous so i could truly can never put oh, it right. so i'll never know oh. who it is though i did pay to find out what city you live in so i do know that <gasps> i do know oh that you said it from an iphone in blackburn but other than that i don't Where's know who you, blackburn? i don't know that's why oh. even they tricked me into paying for an, a hint <laughs> that's so funny you paid for a hint I paid $10 <laughs> to find out to just know that one of four cities around the world someone doesn't like me <laughs> but, but but yeah like wow. if, if I really we don't make enough money that I think you <laughs> would be my friend or podcast wow. with me if we, but I want to say that if I ever do you know that I'm deeply sorry I never mean any of the mean things I say 
unless you're I, not me unless i do mean it sometimes i can't be no that's the whole point that's the, <laughs> that's the magic sauce is that you uh, you are you, it, it's it's I, I think it's a it's one of my favorite things is that we don't <laughs> we don't communicate exactly the same and that's one of the things i actually like love is that I, it, like we meet in a nice spot in the middle and it pushes us into like like areas that are not necessarily are like well-worn grooves of communication and i love that i'm so grateful for i was it. gonna say that too i think you and i like well i could speak for myself that like i learn a lot about how to communicate by how we communicate same yeah. same and it's forced me to have to articulate the time like when i do feel like i didn't like something or it sat weird with me like it's the stuff i work on in therapy with rachel shout out who's on vacation boop, boop, please boop. come back please come back um, <laughs> she please come back we need time. you desperately she really picked a good time good for her though <laughs> oh. You had to, you had to go when Roe v. Wade fell. <laughs> she deserved it. She's she just <laughs> so that would be too much to deal with. But yeah, it it was like a funny moment of me being like, <gasps> and then being like, what? You don't have any friends like me? No, you don't have no, you don't have no friends like me. Come on, you don't have no mean Marcy's around telling you what's what. Not mean. That's, I love, I love you. I'm that, just a huge fan. Sorry. Sorry to have wrote oh, that. I know I was going to say that like when we ever do have those tense moments, I, and I'm going to just credit myself being like, I always immediately know it. Like, like, yeah. and that's one thing I will say that like, whenever I do something, I know immediately that I've done it. And then I yeah. try to figure out like, like either it's me crawfishing or whatever, but like I've, I, I usually address it when I'm like, I think I was just weird just now. <laughs> yeah, we have, I think to answer the the kind of rude question, we do talk about stuff. Yeah. yeah we have, we've, I think we've gotten better and better about it. So like shout real, out to Rachel. Yeah. Like a real grown up friendship. Yeah. We're good. We're real friends. Sorry guys. Sorry guys. <laughs> Sorry that I have the prettiest, sweetest, smartest friend. So <laughs> I guess that's what that really that's what that was that was someone being straight up jealous in Blackburn (laughs) really whoever's in Blackburn coming to my defense DM me DM me let me know also this is the bad thing about me is anytime like I don't go looking for negative stuff but if I find it I've literally found like someone wrote something rude and then I figured out who they were and they had recently bought a house in Utah and then I like found their house and I was like, see, this is why you don't, if you think someone's mean and crazy, you should really lay off because guess what? They might be. I will attest, you're like the Kim Kardashian of, of you are, a, I consider myself like a pretty solid internet sleuth, but I have watched you dig up in real time like you're fast and good like you are a good little researcher like i've seen you dig it up quick i have to back off i have to just back off at the let i have to give it to jesus that's what i have to do (laughs) let jesus take the keyboard look (laughs) i won't be doxing anyone today Well, I was I was loving your responses. It was they were very it was very cool. I want to do that, but I'm nervous. I was almost all of them were very nice, and a lot of uh, honestly a lot of come ons too. People being like, "Have you ever considered being bi? Would you date a lesbian?" Blah blah blah. And I was just like, you know, I'm not going to answer this because of where my niece and nephew could see. But who knows what the future holds? I don't care. I love that. I, oh, you and I have talked ballsy. about this too, that like everything is, nothing is permanent and everything is fluid. Absolutely. Especially. Yeah. I mean, n- nothing can be a hard line answer. Yes or no. Most of the time. And when Mike Mitchell breaks my heart, like I know he will, you know, he will. And yeah. then uh, 
Also, I was thinking maybe it's the cat's connection too, you know, because there aren't that many men who are like really known like cat lovers and podcast, the, 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 the Venn diagram crossover of podcasting friends and cats. Maybe that's just like enough to make people's brains be like, maybe. Yep. I will say this the last time that we went to dinner, like as a big group of our friends, he sat as far across from the table as he could. And I was like, I know what you're doing. You're scared. You're scared of me. Scared like Mitchell. <laughs> Can't handle uh, this woman. Um, we have a lot of news. So should yes, we get, get into it? Um, okay, this, this photo, walk me through this photo because oh I just God. saw it this morning and I... It ain't good. Here's the thing about Khloe Kardashian is this woman, I know, I know her heart is a good heart. I really believe that. But she just has always been stepping in shit. So yeah. this was a picture that was taken in October 2003. And so to place it, I believe she was like uh, like 19 years old at the time. So a 19-year-old right. Chloe uh, took a picture where she is dressed as, I guess, a pimp. She's wearing a blue suit with a white hat. Her face is so different. So, so different. So different. And she has four friends who are all black women, and they are dressed in, like, little ruffly panties and bustiers, and they do have leashes that she is holding oh. the chains to. So that's yeah, the dog collar chain to then she's holding it yeah. is really awful. As if she owns them or is in control yeah. of them. It's it's very bad. It's so fucking bad. And you're like, God, if you could go back in time and tell nineteen year olds to just not like in fact one of the women in the picture her name is Megan Good or I guess that's her name her yeah. her handle is at Megan Good she wrote that one time on Halloween when you were young and dumb and then a slap face emoji and clearly didn't think 15 years ahead lol smh well mistakes were made a shrug emoji there you go it also has Malika and Khadija are yes. two of the women which okay um, I think this is terrible costume i bet everyone wishes this picture didn't exist it is problematic but the takeaway is malik and khadijah have been with her for so long they are like tried and true friends i mean the, these yeah the, this is this is as far back this is a rough rough image it's yeah it's, they, it's very it's yeah it's the racism in it is strong even if she doesn't understand it and i believe that a 19 year old chloe kardashian who even today would have a hard time understanding it yeah uh, i believe but look it's like you know it's it, while these things aren't all necessarily one-to-ones it's like the conversation we had i think last week even about the paris hilton of it all yeah. like a lot of those videos are of her at like 19 20 it's like she's you're still responsible for it i certainly don't expect her to acknowledge it or anything i'm sure no. just hoping for it to go away honestly but for nothing I, else but that face that face is i mean it's not a good everything about it is not a good look the hair the face it's rough malika and khadijah look they have not aged a day they have not aged a day it's crazy uh, how much they other than maybe their eyebrows have gotten a little fuller because these are some very post 90s eyebrows here really truly i mean halloween costumes are just 
uh, oh, it's so not it's not an excuse. It's not OK. But like but I do this think is, there's been a ugh. lot of learning in the past few years yeah. about how problematic and not just like this is edgy, but like this is actually painful to other people. Problematic that these, you know, costumes can be. I think people have really kind of been like, oh, in a way that well, like, in this era specifically, because this would have been college. And it's like, I fully remember like pimps and hoes being like a full party. Oh, yeah. Theme. Yeah. all the time white trash was a theme mm-hmm. i mean the amount i'm sure i'm sure those are probably not even the most like racist and problematic party themes that certainly at like my mostly white college people were doing like themes and and halloween really is just like a lot of like so, thoughtless oof. very thoughtless instances of racism yeah yeah like that's what i look at the image and think is not that it's okay but i'm just like wow yeah this was really an era that like white women were just running wild in 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 this realm specifically and it's just no good yeah and and yeah the four friends were like we probably shouldn't have been doing that either nobody wants this image to exist it turns out (laughs) god burn everything before five minutes ago burn it all i don't want any proof of any because you never know like like especially someone like me with my dumb stupid mouth you never know like the the possibilities of badness other than you know i'm willing to look at anything i'm willing to look and reflect willing to look reflect but and own it chloe i hate I <laughs> but more than anything i'm shocked at how different she looks too truly it's like that, that's the biggest well no there's a bigger takeaway <laughs> there's a big no 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 i stopped yes, myself yes, i stopped yes, myself. Yes, yes, yes. myself yeah yeah oh yeah yeah no that's a much bigger takeaway uh, so then uh, this was interesting to me Nicki minaj was performing in new orleans new orleans why new orleans i've never said it that way new orleans um, new orleans <laughs> new orleans on friday and people took it as her seemingly throwing shade at kanye so she was at the essence fest essence festival and she told her dj to pull the plug on probably one of her most beloved songs which is monster a song she works on with West in 2010. She has an iconic verse. It's a Kanye song, but she has probably, I think, inarguably the most like, famous verse on it. Yeah. And, and she it's like, said, Jay Z is also on it, and she kills yeah. both. The, yeah, she blows them out of the water. Yeah. It's historic. She said on stage, I monstered out, and we don't fuck with clowns. She explained to the crowd, and then she went on to say she wanted to give a shout out to New Orleans. Oh, people weren't really sure like what that meant, but it's hard to kind of guess like who else she would be. I don't think it is hard. I don't think this is a complicated one. I don't know why people are like, I wonder if that's about Kanye. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's she thinks he's a clown. She just said, I don't fuck with clowns. Which is, I mean, I, you know, I don't know enough about their current relationship, but we know enough about how he's behaved in the past few years. Yes. So I did think that, but then I did think, so what's very strange is like, I mean, and I love Nikki, but she has this very strange situation with this husband of hers. Yeah. So how strange is the wrong word? Kind of problematic, I guess. So her husband, Kenneth Petty, was just sentenced this past week to three years probation and a year in home detention after failing to register as a sex offender in LA. I guess they moved to LA 
and he's uh, he's done this already he's didn't he do this already well i think he did this but then he or or not not being registered he's done already maybe maybe. i didn't know maybe i'm just confusing this this headline about his well i think it was i think that this happened in 2019 it says okay Previously reported, Petty was arrested in March 2020 after he was ordered to register as a sex offender in California in November 2019, and he failed to do so because he was convicted of attempting to rape a 16-year-old girl in 1994. So he was required by law to register as a sex offender in New York. He moved out of state in 2019 married Nicki Minaj they had a son that same year and it sounds like then they moved to LA and by the law he was supposed to register in LA as a sex offender he never did and now he's been sentenced is I as I understand like so this is you're right it's the 2019 move Mm -hmm. that he is now being sentenced for. got it got it got it and in 2018, Nikki addressed it on Instagram and said he was 15. She was 16 in a relationship. But go off, Internet. Y'all can run my life. Oh, y'all can't run my life. Y'all can't even run your own life. So I th- here's the thing about it is like. Uh, he has so many lawyers. Why can't he just do it? Like he has so they have assistants, attorneys. They I know. Like why is this just like this? It's like, so damning. It's so damaging. I think to her. I mean, even though it's, I'm it, sure it's not actually like impacting her career in any right. large way, but it's like I mean, and there know. are a lot of things to unpack about a juvenile being treated as an adult and how like that record as yeah. a, a four or fifteen year old. Like I have a lot of fe- like granted, I have a lot of feelings about all of it all of it is complicated and i do think there should be like pay like punishment for things or how do you punish them like how does anyone feel better about that shit you know like what is what is justice in those situations but you know for something to kind of like from 94 almost 20 no almost 30 years ago is that yeah yeah like it's it is like it's it's like one you should be able to handle it because you're an adult and you have plenty of money and you can someone else like you literally there's no reason why you can't and then there is another complex thing of being like let's unpack how we treat children in america yeah i think that's it's just it's it's clearly not a simple situation but it does seem to be like uh, kind of like a real shadow over these two you yeah. know, and, you, you know, we have to figure out how to actually deal with crimes. <laughs> this is not it. This is not how this doesn't seem to be the appropriate way to deal with crimes. It doesn't work. <laughs> if people have money, it doesn't matter. Uh, I mean, this has been my thought process. I mean, and I will not open up like the Supreme Court stuff. And but I, I've been like. And, and our government and the way that it's running currently. And I have been like, at what point are we like, hey, I know I know we all are trying very hard to agree that these this plan that we built and the rules we're adhering to and the systems we set in place are working for us. But at what point do we say like, so this doesn't really work anymore, yeah. right? Yeah, like I don't have the full solution, but I know that like none of this stops anything from happening. It just ruins mm. lives when things happen. Yeah. Whether it's like how it's whether it's incarceration, uh, you know, yeah, it doesn't like it just 
it doesn't seem to change a thing. I don't know. I like found out about restorative justice and then I've been like, yeah, prisons are stupid. They don't work. No one like they wouldn't be. We wouldn't have to build new ones and they keep getting overcrowded if they worked. No, it's not. I mean, well, that gets us to our next topic, because I think the only person who's going to solve it is Kim Kardashian, because we all know. <laughs> God bless. God bless. God bless. Did you well, read before the, she does that? Oh, go ahead. Okay, did you read the Allure article that came out? No, today? I didn't get to read it today. No. It is, tell me about it. It's it's. <laughs> it's sort of funny because the person interviewing her like asked and she's the person said they asked multiple times if you could do any cosmetic procedures to my face what would they be (laughs) (laughs) to to the interviewer's face yeah and kim was and she said kim said no at first and then the second time she's like okay are you a botox are you a filler girl (laughs) like then she started and then she was like but ultimately you're very beautiful (laughs) oh she was like you know i could consult if everything else falls apart i could just consult on what what people need but then she does kind of like then she asked kim very like flat out what have you had done and kim is like just botox and lasers Mm. and i was like and i was like i don't think so it's just not true (laughs) it's just i just don't think so i I mean there's a laser that changes your body so drastically but which in her world could be true there could be a a rarefied version of all the things is that why she's so close with elon because he is building her he's building her a super laser a super laser that just makes her body banging a banging body laser Oh, bang and, well, then bang if, and body beam is what we call it. BBB. <laughs> bang and body beam? Mm-hmm. That's the laser sound. I did. Uh, well, I got it. Well, Kim took Paris by storm for Fashion Week and she brought her mom and her eldest north. And this was very fun. They were spotted all around town in quite the looks. It was very, very cute. We had like, this kind of felt like a big kind of, to me, a bit of a debut of North. Yes. Like they were really doing something like, well, obviously we see North all the time, but that they really put a lot of like, her outfits were very thoughtful. Some of them matched Kim's. They had these ones where they went to a John Paul Gaultier show and they were wearing matching nose rings with long dangly chains that like connected to the rest of the jewelry that they were wearing, like their necklaces. And they had coordinated clothing. He's like very John Paul Gaultier, like pinstripes and pleats. And Kim also wore this like iconic dress that's very similar to a famous one Madonna wore, except when Madonna wore it, her boobs were out completely, which Kim did not do. But so she's been kind of making the rounds with, with Chris and North. And then she walked in the Balenciaga show. Yes. Which has definitely been like memed now left and right. With Dua Lipa <laughs> and Nicole Kidman. And it, it's, wait, who was it wearing the giant, giant dress? There was a woman. Oh, I don't know who that because, was. I don't think it was any of the famous women, because right? I, I believe her face was covered. And this woman was in the biggest dress with like the biggest hoop skirt and just could not get down the runway well, this room this was a very sort of like you know as it's 
I've seen it before with Paris Fashion Week. You're in these Paris fashion houses and they're small kind of rooms compared to the giant spaces of like New York or whatever sometimes. And so, yeah, everybody was very close together and it's just like very intimate video, like how close everybody is. Like, and yeah, not all the clothes fit through. There was also Naomi Campbell, Bella Hadid, Christine Quinn. Did you see that? She walked? Uh, yeah, she walked. Uh, wow. So it was... It got a lot of attention and yeah, it was, and Kim posted so much about it and was like life moment, you know, like bucket list. I do think that, well, one, her getting to walk in like a high fashion show is truly like all she could ever want. Now she can go retire and be a lawyer. Yeah, Uh, truly. Kidding, joking, joshing around with Nicole Kidman it has to be surreal. So surreal. I mean, the whole thing is so surreal. I was just like, this like Balenciaga era of Kim has really unlocked, I feel like, which is interesting because it all happened in partnership with Kanye. We know that. But this has really been like her big final kind of fashion, like highest echelon moves. Like, the campaign being the face of it, like to be walking in Paris, like for them, like this partnership has really like brought her to the absolute forefront. I mean, this is like actual Paris fashion week couture yeah. runway. And yeah, everyone look great. You know, I've seen Nicole Kidman in person once. Did I ever tell no. You this? In fact, anytime, because people are love to make fun of her AMC commercials. I know people really have like a very big obsession with those commercials. And can I tell you where I saw her in person at a fucking AMC about six, 16 years ago, maybe 17 years ago, I saw her oh. at a fucking AMC theater. So how dare you a guys, diaper. how dare you guys call her a phony? She does love the AMC. I saw her. I was like with my mom. We were at the one on like 30 maybe it's by Penn Station in New York and it was a rainy day and so my mom was visiting we ducked in to watch a movie and we were going to the bathroom and we see her walking like literally like there she was walking in so there's windows behind her and it's a rainy day but it's still like not fully dark out so it's like this soft white glow behind her and she I remember her wearing like it was almost like a toy soldier velvet little crop jacket and and I, I was like oh my god that is the most beautiful like i hadn't seen people who looked that beautiful in life before where i was like she looks like an alien like she wow. her skin is unreal like you've never seen anything like it and i was just like <gasps> and she re- truly just like kind of glided by barely her <gasps> legs barely they're like long but they almost don't seem as if they're moving too yeah yeah uh, and she just kind of like grinned at everyone as she passed by and i was like <gasps> That was probably the biggest sighting I've ever seen. Other than Brad yes. Pitt once. I've seen Brad Pitt once. Where'd you see him? At a table read for a Sasha Baron Cohen movie. Uh, uh, and I was like, wow, he pretty. <laughs> he really is he pretty? Perfect. Wow. It's in a way that's like almost a little too pretty. Yeah, I can see that. Wow. But yeah. Okay. So give it up for Nicole Kidman. She loves AMC. She's always been a real one. <laughs> She's been a real one since day one. So yeah. we love that. 
Okay, you guys have been listening to a free preview of Ellis for Losers. Ooh, we hope you liked it. Oh, yeah. And if you did, you can go on over to patreon.com slash L is for losers and you can sign up to listen to our full episodes, mm-hmm. which are quite meaty. <laughs> and we also will have our vintage recaps of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh, it's fun. We got a whole lot of stuff there for you. You're going to love what you find. Yeah, it's <laughs> patreon.com slash L is for losers. Bye. Bye.